Hey everyone, this is Evan from Where the Mises Guys, coming to bring you a little message that I think needs to be expressed um, succinctly here, so I'll do my best. We are a uh, podcast that has started from the ground up, and I personally am someone who has loved Transformers all his life. They're important to me, the mythos, the toys, the, the whole legacy that's brought to my life. My friends on here all have their love as well. Boo, Andres, even Ed. I think it's coming around. But if you could do us a huge favor, and if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, you know, um, subscribe. That's huge. And, uh, you know, share, share your link with friends. And if you're listening on podcast, uh, give us a good review if you wouldn't mind. Um, and, you know, send us a message, whatever, you know, come to the Discord, whatever you want to do. We really enjoy doing this, but also we've come to really enjoy engagement with uh, fellow fans and fellow people who just find the uh, podcast. So and in closing, I want to say thanks for being here and, uh, you know, help us spread the message. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome to More Than Me Sees, guys. We are continuing our trek into the UK Marvel Transformers uh, comic from 1984. And uh, we're going to continue our little uh, trek into what would essentially be um, the second half of issue two of the U.S. comic, where this is issue number four in the UK. And uh, I'm joined again with yes. Boo of the Axon Underground .net. Hello. <laughs> All right. So I feel like uh, I got an Ed McMahon thing going there. Hey, oh, <laughs> so we are into, um, I mean, really, this is the second half of that of the issue number two. I mean, I don't really know if there you can call anything else. You know, the cover is Optimus Prime versus Megatron. You know, there's Megatron shooting Prime in the, in the face, pretty much, which is a scene from this uh, issue. But um, anyways, you know why he's shooting him, right? Why? Because Optimus got his nose. <laughs> if you look, he doesn't have a nose. <laughs> he doesn't have a nose. Wait, wait, is this where, is this where Transformers Prime Megatron comes from? Right? No, I, actually, I thought about that. <laughs> and, then, you know, here's something else that's interesting about that, though, is... They're closer to the Sunbow models. Look at Bumblebee down there. Let me look here on this. Oh, he is actually. Whoa, they're getting there. Yeah. And uh, what the heck? The spike, the spark plug, rather. He looks. He looks real sad. I don't know what's. Uh... Oh yeah. But yeah, man, he doesn't have any. Uh, he doesn't have any. He's got the he rickets. Look at those legs. Is that? <laughs> he's got the rickets. Look at his legs. Oh my god. And he's bandy legged. <laughs> God, actually, Megatron looks like they took the uh, the the I don't know the uh, the eye the eye piece from uh, Optimus Prime's model and put it on his face. Oh yeah, it's really bad. It's almost a Tarn mask. It kind of <laughs> is close, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's what okay, it was. So... The Tarn mask was a hand me down. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um. So we get into the Autobot facts file. This time is gears. Which, you know, they actually, I'm pretty sure this is the box art they used on this. Which, man, you know, it's funny. The Autobot symbol looks very reminiscent of the Wreckers Autobot symbol, except in red. It's got oh, this yeah. like, the wide top on it and stuff. Just looking it, at it. You can see it's almost a hammer. It is. It yeah. is almost a hammer, which is kind of neat. His motto, nobody wins a That's war. That's a... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So his <laughs> motto is, nobody wins a war, somebody loses. That that doesn't make any sense. Of course, someone loses if someone if someone else wins a war. If you said like nobody wins a war, everyone loses, that'd be one thing. I don't know. Anyways, sorry. He's a grump. 
yes, he's anti-social. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that the image they use that's one of Mark Watts, isn't it? Looks like it, yeah. It yeah, it looks like a Mark, Mark Watts. Watts. Who uh, we actually saw a little news about. He, I guess, he was going to a um, a, a convention recently. He was selling a lot of stuff at his booth. Original Transformers box art, which really looks good. Oh yeah, that's some really awesome stuff. Now the artist that did the cover. Mm-hmm. I, I did a little research on him. His name oh, yeah. is uh, Michael Golden. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he did cover work on Micronauts. Nice. As well as the NOM. The NOM. And he's the co creator of Rogue from X Men. Oh, nice. He and Chris Claremont created Rogue. Very nice. Uh, he also worked on yeah. Howard the Duck, <laughs> the comics, not the yes. George Lucas movie, uh, Punisher. G.I. Uh-huh. Joe, Rom, uh, Christar. Uh, he did that for Marvel. He also worked on Batman, Nightwing, Man of Steel, and Vigilante. You know, Peacemaker's sidekick. That's right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, his buddy. Okay, for DC. And then the Jurassic Park comics that came out like in 93 from mm-hmm. Tops. He yeah. did those too. He did the nice. covers for those. But here, here's his most infamous piece. He did it for Christar. Okay. I think it was number eight, and Glenn Danzig appropriated the demon skull from it and made it his icon for Sam Hain and Danzig's band. You know that big horn yeah. skull he had on. It? Yeah, the, the big uh, horn skull. From, yeah, he took that right off of mm. the Christar uh, cover that Michael Golden <laughs> did. Of course he did, because it's Glenn yeah. Danzig, right? <laughs> and something else interesting, at least on the American side of this. Mm-hmm. And for issue number two and issue number four from the U.S., it's the only time you have a Decepticon character in the the little character, the corner box, where it says Marvel. Yeah. And you have Megatron. Every other time, it's an Autobot. Interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. If it's a character, yeah. And then, let's see, what else do I have here? Oh, um, okay. Jim Salakrup. Yeah, mm-hmm. took over for uh, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> okay. He worked yeah. at Marvel and Tops, so there's another Tops connection. Okay. Uh, he was known for editing Uncanny X-Men, Fantastic Four, Avengers, mm-hmm. and, like, all the different Spider-Man comics. He worked on all of those. And right now, he's the editor-in-chief at a company called Paper Cuts, which publishes Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, and revivals of EC Horrors comics, like the... Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Oh, very cool. Yeah. He was responsible for making Craven's Last Hunt a crossover through all the Spider-Man titles. Nice. And he's yeah. the guy that hired Todd McFarlane. <laughs> oh, what the world would be yeah. like if he didn't do that. And then uh, this may be his magnum opus, though, is he created a novelty toilet paper roll with Spider-Man and Hulk comics printed on the sheets. That's such a weird thing to do. Right. And then he's also a trustee at the Museum of Comic and Cartoon Art and in New York City. Cool. That's, that's kind of neat. And then I've got uh, some more information on Frank Springer, if you're ready for yeah, that. Yeah. You were telling me about this. Yeah. Okay. By Frank Springer, he drew for almost every Marvel comic at some point. Like mm-hmm. he was their go-to guy for pretty much anything. Yeah. But he also did work for National Lampoon. And Playboy, he did some of the little comic strips that you 
that well not that you'd see you you're just reading the articles man. but yeah but yeah he did some of the comic strips for playboy uh and he did freelance work on space ghost the cartoon really yeah but he also had his own racy comic called the adventures of phoebe zeitgeist phoebe with writer phoebe zeitgeist yeah and writer uh michael o'donohue wrote it and it was kind of like the the little annie fanny type stuff but they would get really dark with it sometimes and like real deep like fetish imagery and it's more like heavy metal at times that's so bizarre yeah it's just crazy yeah pb's i guess i gotta look that up when i'm done yeah so um, So, yeah that's something else that yeah some of the stuff frank springer was doing he was in a little bit of everything if there was work he was doing it well, yeah, I can't blame them. Probably they make a lot at this time, so you did you took where it worked where you can get it. Right. So uh also something uh, you pointed out to me earlier this week, uh there's uh there's a little thing on there basically like, hey, um send your letters, drawings, requests, pen pals, or swap openers. Yes. To uh basically gave their um their address. So you can um they wanted to make it so you can find a way to do like swap your toys with other people or start pen pal things with other people. Oh yeah, and they trade comics too. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool that they, you know, they kind of like they promoted this sort of thing. So yeah, they had that in the blurb in there, and um, you know, their editor's letter and all that sort of thing that basically like talked about how, um, you know, the, the editor's letter was great because there's like, hey, almost like um, Stanley would do like, you know, attention, you know, kids of all ages, we have a big dynamic issue for you this week. But the editor would, you know, because Stanley is the editor, but obviously someone else wrote this. Um, there, there's this uh, thing where they they kind of hype up each issue, like we're gonna have an issue of Transformers, and in the end, we're gonna have another issue of Machine Man. I don't know. I, I just I read that going, uh, okay. But the continuous saga of Machine Man. I'm sorry. I wonder if he's gonna like find some guy who's you know e- evading his uh his um you know financial responsibilities, and he's gonna track him down and hunt him or something it's so bad he's gonna do his taxes for him oh my god <clears throat> they also there's this added the bonifer check out check math <laughs> a fascinating yeah, what is board that, like game. checkers and math or what? yeah uh, it's like a fantastic board game plus a fantastic money off offer adds to it an unmissable bargain basically hey we're gonna give you a deal where you can order this math checkers game from us you'll love it <laughs> they just like man really that's what you're gonna get the kids excited about really yeah it's like hey we we took all the fun of checkers and ruined it with math yeah or, uh, and i mean actually... this is in a british comic so shouldn't it be maths <clears throat> yeah because you know they they like mathematics they add the s to it so i almost feel like this is like a a, a yank advertisement sneaking in Probably he's, he's like, well, we'll make it sound like it's UK. We don't know if they talk like it over there. Um, there's also uh, there's this kind of a, like you know with nice heartfelt letters in the editor you know, to the column, and uh, this one's called Robots Fan. My auntie bought me Marvel's new comic. I enjoyed it very much because I like robots very very much. I have put the posters on my bedroom wall. I am four and a half years old. It's kind of it's kind Aww. of you know you know heartwarming, you know and. Then um, there's this other one right below it. 
MM must go. Personally, I find Machine Man is a big letdown for your magazine. Dude, um, I feel the same way, Malcolm, uh, who wrote this. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. This character for someone, <laughs> some more robotic hero like Rom or Vision, or better yet, the Silver Surfer, who want to improve overall quality of the comic. Man, once again, I'm right there with you, Malcolm. You, you know, from uh, Malcolm, Scrap Machine Man, from Stone Weybridge, Surrey. Yeah, and I mean, Rom at least was a, another Hasbro property. Yeah. So um, that would have fit a little better. Yeah, I mean, Rom was, but then again, they were all uh, Marvel characters, so they could have been. Oh, totally. <laughs> the article, Robot Roundup, is also mildly diverting. Otherwise, thanks. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> mildly in, diverting. Yeah, everything in your uh, comic sucks, except for Transformers. Thanks. That's great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they also start. Um, they also start advertising this, this uh, eighteen like soundtrack thing featuring music from the original score or the TV series. Man, there, <laughs> this is such a weird like news section in the in the comic. Oh yeah, but and then I, I mean yeah. I'm trying to think of the A team score, <laughs> and I mean I can just think of the theme song. I can't really yeah. think of. I mean, do they have like the song when they're building stuff or something. I <laughs> I don't yeah, even the remember that. Song? Right, the the song when they got a drug ba to get him on a plane. They have a song for that. <laughs> <laughs> they would call him Murdoch, you fool. And Murdoch's, you know, the sound the sound when Murdoch is uh, crashing a helicopter to the side of a mountain. Oh, Murdoch sneaking out of the asylum again. Oh, yeah. That would be, yeah. And you know they had a theme for that. Of course. It's probably like some kind of snooping, like sneaky theme, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's the same kind of stuff they use on Family Guy. Right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> Marvel UK issue number four. Already you know, talked a bit about the cover. You have uh, Megatron shooting Optimus Prime basically in the face with, you know, I, like you said, he took his nose. But uh, right? <laughs> that's, that's something that happens later in the issue. But for the time being, we open up. Um, this is kind of a weird um, full, like, long um, panel of Optimus Prime just sitting there with his hands over his chest. Like, he's holding his gun up. I don't right. know why that was even there. It, well, it's to help frame in the, the story so far at the top. That makes sense. Okay, I see. What because you're that wasn't in the American comic. That was something they added to connect this, since they cut the the story in half. That makes sense. Okay. So this is the the previously on Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I, I mentioned uh, last episode, um, the tr the Decepticons take the Harrison um, nuclear power plant, dismantle it somehow, um, and build another. You know. Castlevania castle for Megatron on the side of a mountain. Oh, yeah. Well, I love this. It describes it as the half-completed Decepticon base. Yeah. And the power plant was half-completed, too. So they took a half-completed nuclear power plant and made a half-completed base. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, they really didn't think this thing out at all. Did these guys ever finish anything? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ravage comes and reports because, you know, he's hanging out with uh, what Owen Jesse in the last issue. That um, he kind of says that hey, look, humans are help, gonna help out um the the Autobots find the energy and like get them all you know get them all refueled and whatnot, and man, Megatron is pissed. He um he's like he's all squinty eyed in, in the issue. He's like, well, look, we must have the human and Decepticons go retrieve him. So all the jets transform and uh you know jump you know 
forth. Laser beacon bus all go with them, and they go to uh, to attack. Um, you know the Autobots to get spark plug because they. I guess the Decepticons already think the spark plug knows how to do it, like to convert unleaded fuel over to um, you know energon or whatever. Yeah, I've always wondered. Like you would have to. What kind of chemist would you have to be? Like you know a. a <clears throat> I mean, you'd have to have a degree in like organic chemistry yeah. and like nuclear physics i don't know to turn you know gasoline into alien fuel but you know old spark plug you know he works on cars all day so he can figure it out well obviously if it was the spark plug from the cartoon i mean he could do anything so oh yeah that's i think there's a little bit of that leading in you know yeah a little bit of the german <laughs> man so all of the uh all the autobots are driving down the road towards the wigwick garage and the Roland family are across the street watching. They're like, oh, why are there any drivers in these cars? It must be something crazy old spark plug got together and made like self-driving cars. Come on. Oh, yeah. This is 84. They're like the know. Kravitzes from Bewitched. They kind of like, are, actually. Abner, what's going on over there? <laughs> well, they got all the crazy cars with no drivers in them. Must be something that old crazy Whitwick he's doing. Right. They <laughs> call them Sparky. Sparky, that's right. Sparky, the dude did. Oh God, bro, Sparky. He, he he says like, oh, Sparky probably developed some kind of remote control device. Doris, still, I've never seen his yard quite so busy before, dude. There's a uh, there's a like a Vietnam era jeep pulling up. There's an ambulance. There's a um, there's a there's two Lamborghinis. One with air intakes well yeah sunstreaker there's yeah. a porsche pulling up there yeah no one's seen his uh there's a police car also <laughs> and uh and an 18 wheeler showing up like yeah no one's it's seen like it. maximum overdrive really in their is. front yard <laughs> it really is did you catch what mr roland's first name was no i didn't it's mitchell <laughs> <laughs> there's no getting away from the joe don baker <laughs> uh, someone here loves him some joe don baker so once again, man, we are not even trying to stay in disguise. Optimus Prime has no idea what he's doing. He just shows up and the Rollers are like looking at him like, ah, oh, some crazy cars over there. And the caption even says, and not only the Witwickies, but the Rollins as well watch Optimus Prime as he transforms. Oh yeah, they blew the whole disguise theme like right yeah. there. There's, there's no <laughs> greetings. <laughs> I bring you greetings from Cybertron. And this you know, was the only time they were really disguised is when they were disguised as being dead in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> that was their disguise. Yeah, that's the best disguise they had. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, the thing is Optimus Prime is like, look, man, I there's there's no other way around it. We we need fuel. We're really bad off here, man. So uh, you know, uh no all the all the um trying to hide, we can't do that stuff right now. They're like that guy that asked you for five bucks at the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> to, I'm just trying God. to get a soda, man. <laughs> well, it's not like the guy who walked up on me at uh, was one of the shadier accounts I have, and he walked up on me. I, I closed, closed the door, locked it, and I looked at him and said, nope. <laughs> nope. Gun it. <laughs> you don't walk up on my car, man. Oh, Thanks God. for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> they're all you know they're basically saying like hey man we need some fuel can you help us out here you know uh Bowie says he can cool they start like talking about that sort of thing and all of a sudden thundercracker shows up because you see the 
he introduced himself again. Yeah, as he does. He is the most utilized um, seeker in the uh, in this, you know, I guess limited series to begin with. That's his wrestler theme when he like busts in, you know, and they got the fireworks on. That's his boom. That's when they hit the base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, following the boom is the streaking of three F 15 style jet fighters dropping down. And, you know, <laughs> this is great though. They start attacking and, you know, uh, Buster's down there. He says, Oh no, not again. Oh yeah. Oh, and this scene too, do you see the most important thing that you've ever seen in the comics? What's that? Look at Prime's trailer. Oh, it's still there. It's still there. They're, they're <laughs> using it for cover. <laughs> it didn't Smart, disappear. Actually. <laughs> yeah, so, you know how in Sunbow it always just dematerial. No, it's it's right there. Right there. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's this whole point where um like Optimus Prime is like, hey, um, give the people the humans cover. Something they never did in the Sunbow cart cartoon, like, hey, cover them. We're gonna fight these guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, come on, Spike, <laughs> get in the line of fire. Yeah. But Bumblebee looks really weird. They give him a like, they try to take his um this original, you know, um robot head, trying to make it, you yeah. know, you know, a round head. It just looks really awkward and weird. It looks like he looks like I wanna say like a rugby player, really. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like, does. Like he's got pads and stuff. I mean, you know, and like the helmet and all that. It, it looks like he's <laughs> playing sports. And uh, yeah, so we had three F-15s bearing down and like spark plugs. Run, son, this is turning ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's a word for it, I guess. And look, there's Prime's trailer again behind him. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they cover like this old beat up car and uh, they're just hiding there looking out, you know. <laughs> Spark plugs like they're turning my scrapyard into old scrap. Oh, okay, thanks, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Obvious. Yeah. So once again, they they turn the like the whole area into like a big battleground. Sideswipe and Sunstreaker show up, and they are excited. They're like, "Oh, we get to do stuff." And oh yeah, I actually was a little confused here because the way they are drawn, because once again, you don't have um, colors on this. It looked like they drew Sideswipe as um, Sunstreaker and Sunstreaker as like flying, because you see the uh, the jetpack that um, that the one that's flying has on him. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Aaron takes on Sunstreaker. It is, and well, you know that's what it was originally referring to. Yeah, because oh, they yeah. switched the toys on him. But, but like, in this scene, yeah, like even like the guy on the ground is he has the same chest piece and everything as uh, Sideswipe. He's got the legs too with the tires on them. He I does. mean, he, he it's really a does. sideswipe model. They both kind of have sideswipes model. They just yeah. got really confused about which one to draw. They they fix that actually coming up here soon when there's color again. But wait, you can make the mandala game yours. So you can have your oh. own Chinese checkers. Like it's the um the machine man's uh, game. Oh yeah, and Blue Streak endorses it. Yeah, it is. He free swears by it. <laughs> Blue Street's not even in the, in the comic yet. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we uh, get to the next page, man. Um, And he's colored like uh, Sideswipe. But he's still got the jetpack. Oh, by, by the way, back up. The one brother who's not flying. Uh-huh. Basically, like, he, he's they're excited to be fighting. But he goes, like, oh, I see he, my brother is using his fuel-wasting um, jetpack. Oh, yeah. They do. I don't see any other Autobot flying. You know, he's being a hater. You he know, is. And that 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 fits Sunstreaker. He's always like, 
if he's got something bad to say about Sideswipe, he's going to say it. <laughs> but if you look at the uh, the next panel, though, that's definitely Sideswipe's uh, legs and his arms. So, like, they, they weren't sure which model they used in the previous panel, but now they've got, got like, kind of figured out. And, yeah, uh, and all the Seekers are blue. I mean, yeah, thanks, um, Yankov. Yankov, whatever the hell his name is. Terrible, Nelson. terrible job. And, uh, he's, <laughs> and um, they start with the really bad puns. Take a look at this, Descrapticon. Um, so he fires his flare gun in Thundercracker's face, which could be anyone because he has red intakes. But uh, he fires a flare gun and blinds Thundercracker, apparently, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. And he, you know, that's how he wins. If they didn't say it was Thundercracker, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I would have thought it was Starscream because he's well, got he the, the red. red on him, yeah. yeah. I mean, really, dude, so, I, maybe he had a limited palette of watercolors to use. I don't know. But you've got on. red on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you we were younger we had those uh those watercolor you know, coloring books they had like oh, little yeah. things on the side it's like they didn't have any purple or black or um, right else. Like, well i guess i make all the jets look alike <laughs> and it's kind of like it's kind of cool though going back to uh seeing this like a little like like skinny panel in all of this spark plug and buster are looking out and like what have we gotten ourselves into he's, he's like i don't know they're like, we are way in over our heads right here. You invited the alien robots over for a slumber party. That's what happens. <laughs> right? And uh, so the next panel on the bottom left, they actually kind of get the colors right. You know, um, I'm guessing it's supposed to be Thundercracker. It's like, follow me, Skywarp. And, you know, they transform down. And you see Skywarp is basically all black with like a little bit of light. Like they, they kind of barely painted that kind of that, that, um, that cross-hatching kind of comic look kind of barely yeah. give it color and i don't know is this starscream or thundercracker i can't tell i think it's supposed to be starscream but you see what they messed up on them right um they gave them a blue chest and um like dark blue fist and like no color besides the red intakes they clipped their wings oh they did you're right yeah their huh. wings are gone in that scene <laughs> whoa they're not they're gone in the next scene yeah they're, they're back in the next panel oh yeah they are once in again, fact, if you like, look at the proportions, they're all, that's almost like uh, Transformers animated Starscream. It is the uh, the thinner wings that are like sticking straight up. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and all the other people are there, like run for your lives. And um, Sideswipe jumps in front of uh, of uh, a pound. He's like, "Oh, I don't, you know, don't mind me. I just like to shoot Decepticons." He's like, "Oh, it's fine. Go right ahead." <laughs> Weird stuff, man. Um, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> yeah, Sunstreaker looks like a yellow and like a slightly blue and little red blob on, on the screen. Yeah, I'm not Lime's sure what's going yellow. on there. I mean, the color is so bad. Laserbeak gets it right in the face. Oh, he does. Uh, there was, I want to say there's even later in this fight where uh, Prowl's talking about how he uses his his deductive um, logic brain to shoot like bus all right in the face. Oh yeah, and he's thinking it to himself. So he's just like patting himself on the back. Yes. But uh <laughs> yeah, so laser beaks up get a gets um Optimus Prime's rifle to his face. Yeah, here it is. My yeah. logic center predicted the Decepticon trajectory perfectly. Direct hit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's so only emotionless on the outside. He is just a giddy little schoolgirl in the he middle of a, a battle. 
the most insufferable Vulcan there is. Right. Um, there's this uh, great scene though, like right after this, where um Optimus Prime's like, hey, we got him on the run, Mirage, cover my flank. He goes, certainly, Commander. Although I'd prefer to leave this mess entirely away and go to retro wing gliding back on Cybertron. Dude, get out <laughs> you know of here. Daydreaming in the middle of a battle. <laughs> like I yeah, I'll look over you, but I'd rather be gliding. Jeez. You know, he, he really gives off tracks vibes here. Like you he could hear him doing the Harvard lockjaw. Would rather be hang gliding <laughs> with, with my boys with my loafers on. I like beer. <laughs> Is it a crime? Um <laughs> that, there's across the street there's a guy holding his Looks like his daughter. Is like, yeah. That's right, officer. It's as if the Martians just landed, but worse. So the police show up. What are they going to do? Oh, no. Look at the onomatopoeias on her. Wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> I did the wee-woo. <laughs> oh, God. And um, we go back to... I bet that's to... his dog. That's not even his daughter. He's got like a Lhasa Opso that he's holding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. The sirens are going to go away. They're not going to hurt you. <laughs> We get back to uh, the the model for um, Sunstreaker is a little off. It looks like the model for uh, Sideswipe from the back. Oh, yeah, it's totally Sideswipe's back because that yeah. should be Sunstreaker's chest. Yeah. The windshield, yeah. So once again, we're still, like, mixing up the uh, the models, but, you know, that's to be expected. The cop goes, let's face it, man. This is definitely out of our league. Let the army handle this. And, Yeah. <laughs> The giant robots. as they sit there and shoot Optimus in the crotch. Look at that, they're <laughs> aiming at his crotch and shooting him. <laughs> bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang, right in the crotch. <laughs> so, there's man, Buster has to be the worst boyfriend and best friend ever because Owen and Jesse are hanging around looking around the siding of a house. <laughs> it's like, Jesse, I'm scared, let's not get any closer. I just hope Buster's all right. <laughs> if only he could be by my side. It's like wow. Shaggy and Daphne. Over it really here. is. No, yeah. it really is. <laughs> Zoics! There's <laughs> giant robots! But dude, there's this next next panel, though. We start off with the whole Mirage thing again. And so, like, Ravage jumps, rawr, you know. It's like, where'd you come from? He, it's like, he got off guard, so he, off guard, so he can't use his electro disruptor against him. And, well... <laughs> There's a break here because we have another robot roundup, which, man, some of the robot roundup stuff is so, I don't know, 1950s Bizarre. world. <laughs> yeah. The severed heads. They have severed heads that are controlled they, by a computer. They look so bad. They look like. They look like Viking death masks. They do. Like made out That's of plastic. That's 100% what that looks like. <laughs> Holy crap. The guys used a Dragon 64 to program it. <laughs> he got it free, man. He got it free. <laughs> he, he he wrote it in the comic. Yeah. And then the, the he, subscri next... he subscribed to the Severed Viking Head magazine and got a free Dragon 64. There's a rock and robots. There's this like big gold robot ironing clothes. But like the next page, I'm like, hey, it's Robbie the robot. And so right? yeah, I mean finally like... a, a cool robot. Yeah, they're just going over all the robots they can get. Like, you're gonna talk you about the part one? about the robot feminist. 
Yeah, next to Robbie, there's a little blurb about they created a robot feminist feminist named Android. Oh God, is that the um, is that the name of the 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 droid from um Spaceballs? Oh, that was Dot Matrix. Dot but Matrix. yeah, I imagine it's about the same. Where is the Android? Is from something. Oh, oh God, I'm sure they use that? that name a lot. That's a, they that's had an they easy use it somewhere. I know I've seen something recently with Android in it. That's low hanging fruit. Is what <laughs> it, that is. Yeah, <laughs> like like a lot in this book. So we back in the action. Ravage is on top of Mirage. He's like, brother, Transformer. This is madness. <laughs> and uh, bronze behind him running up like mirage is in trouble mirage said we were talking to ravage who benefits from this battle back on cybertron we could be enjoying the good life <laughs> and ravage is not attacking him here he's just sitting on him yeah he's listening to him yeah but uh, the best part of the, how this finishes Braun, you know beats him off he swats him off he's like is this kitty cat giving you trouble mirage and you're like mirage is like not any longer powerful friend Braun. yeah I expected that doesn't like sound suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> that, that was a little more than I needed, but okay, man, whatever. You can just see uh, Mirage going off to the side, going, "Hey, uh, Ravage, call me later. We'll talk." Right. <laughs> Get but, my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Megatron is like, "Look, this is going too long. I can, I'm just going to grab these guys." And they're so they like Spike and Spark Plug are Spike Jesus Buster and Spark Plug are running and trying to hide and. <laughs> Bumblebee is right in front of him. He's trying to like um you know you know protect him. <laughs> Megatron just goes, goes boom and knocks uh Bumblebee out. Oh yeah, he just he he little bunny foo-fooed him. He did. <laughs> they, they uh they spell that KO like instead of like K-O-E-D, it's like K-A-Y-O-E-D. He KO'd Bumblebee with just one shot. I didn't read that like three or four times. Like, is he what? What what's a coyote? Yeah, exactly. He coyoted him, <laughs> and uh, he he picks up spark plug. He's like, "Run, son! Don't let him get you too." Like this, this Buster, Buster, Buster doesn't have anything. There's this. Uh, you know, nice actually, spark. he's the one they should get. He's the the bookworm. He's the one that could probably turn the fuel into wrong. energon. He's the one trying to go into college, man. But there's this really actually really nicely drawn uh, splash. Oh, by the way, we're back to line art again, which is honestly I'm preferring a lot more. Oh yeah, it's pretty. There's a great splash panel of uh, Buster freaking out with like the lines coming off him because you see, like see he's in, in crisis. Like leave him alone, somebody please help. Really cool. <laughs> you know this this is the convergence point because this is when Buster is exactly like Spike and exactly like Sam Witwicky. Yeah, he's screaming for Optimus. <laughs> the best part though is uh, Optimus in the next panel. He's like, okay, huh? huh? <laughs> what? You <Eat> something? <laughs> But yeah, you know, he, he acts. Why isn't Optimus paying attention to Megatron? That's the main guy. <laughs> yeah, no, watching. You're not wrong at all. <clears throat> so yeah, man, uh, Megatron shows up. You know, he's got spark plug in hand. Optimus is like, "All right, uh, you know, uh, Megatron, you know, surrender the human or face the consequences." And Megatron's like, "Uh, no," and shoots him in the face. Oh, and there's something weird here. How did Megatron get here? Did he walk? Because he good didn't question. get in the planes. Yeah. Good question. He just shows up. Yeah. In fact, the planes fly off without him. He's yeah. still standing there watching and it's like, I'm here. Yeah, there's a lot of um there's a lot of question about that because you know, he kind of acts like a um like a like a like a commander from a base or whatever. He doesn't really get involved that much. 
Right. And especially here, because he wasn't even there, but I guess they were like, well, they got to find a way to get in there. So just we'll He snuck up it. on him. He's yeah. the biggest Decepticon, and he snuck up on him. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, though. He like he shoots um, Optimus Prime, and you see like Sparkplug falling from his hand, and he goes, Geronimo! Oh, that yeah. Dude, he is like 30 feet up in the air. He falls, you know, on a on on pavement. And well, no, it's jagged chunks of cars and stuff. It's in the junk pile. That's right. He falls on yeah. a bunch of like rusty metal and stuff. Yeah. He's gonna need a tetanus shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to and like I, the, there's this great fight they were like Optus Prime shooting Megatron. Megatron just grabs a car, holds it up as a shield, and then throws it at Prime. Just hurls it at his face. Oh yeah, and then like Prime reaches down and grabs like an engine block and throws it at Megatron. Oh, and if you look, Optimus Prime's leg disappears. His uh, right leg is just a stump. <laughs> well, he does. They forgot to draw yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, there. So Megatron has been obviously like um, you know, he's been um, he Optimus Prime's got his attention away from Spark Plug and. So Sparkplug starts to run, and like he's like, it's Buster sees him. He's like, Dad, I'm here, I'm here. It's like, run quick, run. And you see another hand, or he reaches out and pick him up, and he's like, Dad. Starscream basically, he goes like, Hey, um, look, you got away from uh, the boss, but you're not getting away from me. Throws him in the cockpit, transforms, and just leaves. And Starscream's the only guy paying attention to anything around here. He really is. He's like, he's like we have one, one goal, which is to grab that dude, and you keep dropping him. Yeah. And uh, you know, honestly, the um, you know, at this point, Megatron's like, "Well, uh, we got what we need. I guess we'll leave now." And they just leave. That's that's where this this goes. I oh mean, yeah, now Starscream did all the work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love it just because this is still a Marvel book. You have uh, like a like a Spider-Man, you know, you know, advert in here, and which once again, it's in line art. It looks really nice. Oh yeah. And I guess I don't know if they had these uh these are posters they had in the book. Like uh they like looks like posters from the uh Sunbow show. Yeah, those are actually those are from the, the first uh commercials. That's right. Uh, that, that's why it looks familiar. Okay. Yeah, Soundwave is from the Soundwave commercial and I believe the other one is from the the uh, like the first first commercial they showed. Yeah. For the toys. Um, you know, in at this point, you know, they're they're all kind of done, so uh, Megatron and uh, Ravage transform, get in the jet, and uh, I think like one gets in Skywarp, the other gets in Thundercracker, and they just leave because, yeah. Once again, Megatron and Ravage didn't get well. Then Ravage did because he went Soundwave. Megatron didn't get to this this uh, fight himself. He just and this is the up. first time we see Megatron transform. Yeah, well, is it? Yeah, it I is, think I so. Guess. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, and he maybe. turns into a human sized gun and gets in the cockpit. The man uh, I'm guessing that's Thundercracker over there because this one over here has like the dark <laughs> cross hatching. Who knows? Maybe. Right? Sure. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> Could be either. And man, the Autobots, after this whole thing is over, they're like, Buster's like, you got to go after him, get a rescue him. And they're on the ground. They are in bad shape right now. They're not oh, going yeah. anywhere. Oh, they collapse. Yeah, they start yeah. like. So, okay, if Megatron had just waited like a minute more, he could have won the whole thing. Like, yeah. oh, you fell down. I'm just going to shoot you now. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, how will they be able to rescue Dad? And it looks like they can't even help themselves. 
Yeah. So they're they're terrible. They're they're bad off. They're just they're not doing well at all. They they didn't secure any energy before Sparkplug got taken away. So uh, right. <laughs> yep, they're they're doing great. Yeah, th- there's not a whole lot of planning really on either side. They're all no. really bad at planning. Yeah. The Autobots <laughs> can't get the guy to make the fuel in time, and the Decepticons take apart you know nuclear power plants and, and an make operable. Yeah. <laughs> right and make a half operable base out of it the the beauty of it is if they had taken apart an operable uh nuclear power plant it would have melted down and oh know. yeah it would have just been why not just move into that it, it you know it works <laughs> i don't know man you can't have a cool castle on a mountain if you have it there right i don't know man uh, but yeah. obviously it didn't work didn't work at all. They, they had to have Dracula's castle up there. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, no Darkwing Duck's castle. Oh, or, totally. No, Count Duckula. <laughs> Count Duckula. Yeah. God, yeah. Now, Machine Man though kind of uh, took a turn for the better. Oh, in this well, I should go back and read that then. Tell well, me about it a little. Okay. Well, the writer on this one is Marv Wolfman. Nice. Who was a you know story editor for season three of G one? Yep, he wrote the Return of Optimus Prime, both parts of that. He wrote the Probe for Beast <clears throat> Wars, and wrote the treatment and several episodes for uh, Beast Machines. Nice, okay. So, okay. and then the artist is Steve Ditko. I did not realize that. I'll have to yes, take a look for at this. this, yeah, for this one, they got Ditko for it. You know, of Amazing Spider Man fame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is a great tie-in to next issue, by the way, on this, too. And, yeah, Machine Man kind of goes off the rails on this one. Like, he goes to, like, help a lady that's getting her purse snatched. And <laughs> so, yeah, he, he beats the guy with the trash can <laughs> and goes to give her her purse back. And she screams at him because he's a monster. And, he, oh, don't hurt me. And he's like, I'm trying to help you. And she calls him a monster. And then, I mean, like, instantly he hears somebody get hit by a car. It's like one thing after another with Machine Man. So he runs to go help that guy. And that guy, he's like, ah, don't don't help me. Go catch that guy that hit me. <laughs> so he runs down and he catches the guy. And the driver gets out and runs. And he makes, like, a magnetized manhole cover and hits him. That's <laughs> how he catches him with it. Okay. <laughs> then he hears gunshots. It's like... <laughs> Like this is all like uh, back to back, yeah. And there's a kid crying over their father who's been shot, and the the guy that shot him is running away. And so he goes to catch the guy that's running away, and he just like looks at the kid and says, "Oh, your dad'll be fine," and just keeps running. (laughs) Wow! And he electrifies a a chain link fence and like hits the the shooter with it. Okay, and. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. So he electrocutes the shooter and like stuns him, and then he goes back. Oh, he starts slapping the shooter around too. That's what it was, because he pulled the bullet out of the dad magnetically after the kids crying like, "Oh, can't you help him? He's dead." And he's like, "No, you, like your terrible human senses can't even sense his heartbeat and breathing, but I can. He's still alive." It's like, well, if wow. he's that low, he's almost dead, dude. So he just stops helping him and just starts beating the crap out of the shooter. And then all of a sudden, like, some glowing gold people with white hair show up and say, call him father and tell him, oh, don't kill the shooter. What? 
yeah, it, it it's a fever dream. <laughs> By the way, I've uh, got a third here a little bit, a little bit. Um, my dear wife, who walked in um, where I'm recording here a little while ago, sent me a text message. I'm like, uh, I'll look at it when I get a chance. So you know how I said um, the uh, at the beginning of the issues like you know uh, uh, there's uh, the gears quote. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no one, uh, no one winning, no one winning. No one went to war. World. Somebody loses. Yeah, yeah, that's actually um, a quote of Neville Chamberlain, um, eighteen sixty nine, nineteen forty. He lived, British conservative statesman. Um, he said, "In war, whichever side may call itself a victor, there are no winners, but all losers." So, my I was going to give my oh, I feel a little shout out. Yay! Yeah. And so Gears is a plagiarist. That's what you're saying. That's the takeaway. He's a British conservative statesman. Oh no, Gears is Gears plagiarizing him. No, I I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all I know is uh, Gears is still in the uh, in production, and uh, this old Neville Chamberlain, he's uh, he's uh, gone in the nineteen forty. So, hey, right, there's only one guy talking about it still. <laughs> Last man standing. Last man standing. Exactly. So yeah, we um. I kind of it's funny that you know Steve Ditko is uh, who you know did the uh, did the work on Machine Man, and we get an advert for Spider Man um, being in this issue because the next issue involves the one and only Spider Man. You know, and it's kind of funny because Ditko didn't he say he'd never like mess with anything Spider Man related, mm -hmm. and they've got like Spider Man like dancing all around Ditko. <laughs> <laughs> And he's it's the black uh, black costume uh, Spider Man also. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah, uh, with, with the alien, he's got yes. the alien symbiote on him. Yep. This is a whole that whole period where he had the alien symbiote, the Venom symbiote on him, with before it became a whole thing. So of course he's taking out robots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that'll be cool to get into. Um, but that was issue number four, which is the second half of issue number two for the American release. Um, once again, the line art is fantastic. The coloring is, man, I'm going to say the coloring is garbage. It just is. It, it's it's hard to look at. I mean, with such yeah. nice line art. Yeah, it, it really the line art's clean. It's really it's really crisp. Uh, you can tell a lot from the line art and the shading, but the the, uh, the coloring is terrible. I um <clears throat> I had a lot of issues with the. Uh, the American G2 comic where like some of the art was pretty subpar, but man, the coloring was always pretty, pretty good. And mm -hmm. this, we have some really nice art in this. Like, they, they get some competent line art uh, artists and the coloring is just phoned in. Yamkov. Come on, man. Get good. But, oh, uh, good times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> appreciate the story though. Man, nothing's gonna top the Dragon sixty four story. That was fantastic. Oh, I know that was man. That was like a road trip. Man, twenty seventeen, <laughs> six years ago, you should you could still get one of those. I know. I I still can't. I I kind of wish I'd gotten one. <laughs> I know. I mean, then again, like like the Raspberry Pi I have is probably like a hundred times faster. Oh, just... totally. <laughs> yeah, the only Welsh computer. That's terrible. <laughs> Well, and, and it's what? a dragon, you know, it, it yeah. matches the flag. <laughs> yeah. It's like what 0. 0.86 uh, megahertz processor? Or uh, 0.89. Yeah. 29. So oh, I'm sorry. I took, I took it yeah. down. <laughs> it's almost there. <laughs> and not even one gigahertz. 
Yeah, not one megahertz. Oh, megahertz. Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's not, it's yeah, not it's not even gigahertz. Thing. Dude, it's not even a megahertz. Man, that's rough. Yeah, it, it is. All right, man. Um, So uh, once again, like, good good book fun fun read uh, i gotta check the machine out at some point um so yeah we're gonna i'm gonna close it here um we get into the next issues here soon and um maybe anything you want to close it with this time yes overconfident fools they entrusted the human to their weakest member <laughs> that's right when he, he pops him right on the head <laughs> <laughs> he, he takes him right off that is just sheer comedy right there. You got KO'd. <laughs> KO'd. <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all. Take it easy. Thanks a little bit for being here. And uh, yeah, check us out on the Discord, the show notes, and the emails. And um, come hang out. Talk to us. All right, till next time. See you later. Bye. <laughs>